What's up, people? It's another episode of The Giants, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's actually episode 101. Last week, we were live uh, for our 100th show with, of course, none other than Lawrence Tynes. So thanks for tuning in. Um, we're going we're gonna to bring the, uh, the folks in, and we're going to talk a little Giants football, you know, especially after a big loss yesterday. The Giants lose at home, 23-16. Uh, let's bring in the folks, the people, my peeps, the fam. Um, I'm going to bring in... Um, Let's get him up here. Here's Nikki. Let's bring her in. Bang. What's up, Hi. girlfriend? How are What's you? Up? Uh, I'm pissed, but I'm here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm pissed too. We're going to get all into being pissed. Um, and of course, the guy who's always happy and always in a good mood. Let's bring in Nails. Let's get in Chris here. Bring him in. Bow. What's up, baby? Hey, Craig. Hey, Nikki. Well, not in a good mood today. Hey. Yeah. We're not in a good mood today, but we'll yeah. make the best of it. Well, well, thanks for thanks for uh, uh, joining me this evening, uh, you two. A little golf clap for both of you. Um, welcome to another episode of the Giants Guys brought to you by Astral Flav. Um, five New Jersey locations, um, New Age Supplement Company. So if you're rocking the big biceps or you're doing CrossFit, running stairs, you look like nails who who can't fit into his shirts. Um, you uh, you basically need Astroflave. It is uh, the best tasting uh, shakes on the planet. They got amino acids. They got collagen. They got testosterone. Whatever you need, it is there for you. We love the Astroflave, folks. I'm bringing this into the picture because this is my shaker that I've got from the Astroflave, folks. If you can get a look, good look at this thing, it is it is super cool. And this is my favorite thing about it. Look. The ball, actually, the mixer is actually in the top of the lid, right? Stainless steel inside. Badass. Get yourself one. Discount code NYGIANTSRUSH. Let's talk football. Whoa. Sorry. I was sending it out to people. Hold on. Sorry. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, wait a minute. I I hear myself twice. It's not, it's bad enough I hear myself once, but hearing myself twice is a lot. I was just sharing it. It's okay. That's why we love you because you're always sharing. <laughs> sharing. Um, all right, let's 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 talk a little bit about this here. Uh, Giants lost to Dallas, guys. I I really felt I really felt that the um, the the Giants had a chance to win this game because of because of the Dak Prescott thing. But but I will say, um, and maybe you guys feel differently. They were outmatched pretty much in a lot of categories. I mean, they've got a great defensive line, great pass rush. They've got really good backs. They've got some of the best linebackers in the game. Um, they've always got Zeke, whether he's on or he's not. They've got great wide receivers. Like, it felt like a mismatch, but it felt like there was some momentum behind the team. Not necessarily, guys, because they went 2-0, and but it felt like there was momentum because they were getting Ojolari and Tibbs back. Um, and Barkley was healthy. Give me, um, uh, Nikki, give me your overall, just overall thought of, you know, how you felt going in the game and then like, were you disappointed or were you like, I knew that was going to happen? No, I like, I knew that was going to happen. I've seen this Monday night, you know, movie way too many times. Um, actually on my other show, not to promote other shows, but I, I said that Dallas was going to win, right. And take the points with Dallas. Um, and everybody came at me. Oh, you're not a real fan. Well, okay. Now this is what, uh, 
11 primetime games, I think, since they won in San Francisco that they've lost. And they just don't play well against Dallas. Now this is the 10th loss in a row to them. So um, the game went about as I expected, unfortunately. Yeah, and you are the fantasy queen. So for any of you folks out there that aren't following Nikki and play fantasy, stop doing it yourself. She actually knows what she's talking about. And yes. she actually can help you win some money. So, yes. like, make sure you follow her. Check her out on her other shows. Um, she's definitely part of the Rush family. We're glad to have her. And I do agree with you wholeheartedly that we this is what they would call more than a sequel. Um, we <laughs> have seen this many times. Chris, you were there at the game with me. We are having lots of fun. You know, we were encouraged with, with a lot of good a lot of good vibes. Barkley was hot. 2-0. and um, um, Ojalardi and Tibbs coming back. Like, did we not go into stadium like feeling good about what was going to happen? We felt good, but we always know these Dallas Giant games always end up, you know, in a crazy fashion. And it wasn't crazy. I think Micah Parsons was the concern that he wrecked the game at some point. He never really did, but he did have an impact in the game, right? I mean, he's he's whether he's in the middle, he's off the edge. Uh, I think the Giants were very concerned about him, but. And there you have DeMarco Lawrence, you know, even though they're chipping him a little bit and helping out, you know, Evan Neal had a wake-up call yesterday. I think both lines, when you look at the defensive line and the Giants' offensive line, big advantage for Dallas, and, and you could flip that around. Leonard Williams out, right? I mean, our linebackers shouldn't yeah, be on the field. Don't jump the gun. Don't jump sorry, the gun. Sorry, sorry. So, I know. So bottom line is, I think we're all apprehensive yesterday going into this game. We were, we were optimistic, but uh, it felt like it was 30-10, to 10, even though it was 23-16, right? You felt yeah. like it. It was actually not as close as it was. It was one of the most boring games I've watched in a long time. And I don't usually use that word with football because it's always fun. It's always exciting, right? But, I mean, just not very dynamic. Like, I was thinking, like, you know what? Kafka's first time out to shoot, you know, um, mm. you know, playing against an NFC rival. I thought, I thought they were going to put the pedal to the metal. I also thought they were going to go right at Parsons because – you know, when you when you look into the analytics, he's definitely like that off-ball linebacker in space where he can make plays. But when you run at him or throw at him, you have a little bit more success. So I think that was part of the game plan. Um, but I I will say overall, like you know, it was it was very conservatively coached and 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 played pretty much for two and a half quarters. Right? Wouldn't you agree, Chris, that that was a pretty conservatively coached game? Yeah, and I, I think in in a way you couldn't blame him. I mean, look what he's working with, right? Especially at the receiver position oh, yeah. and the interior line. Oh, All right. Well, let's talk about let's talk about like okay. So yes, they lose. Okay, we're kind of used to that, right? As Nikki alluded to, yeah. <laughs> a lot of games. But let's talk about Jones because what we can say, love or hate Jones, was a gutsy. Uh, performance from Jones and um, gave you another reason to say, man, this kid does want to win. This kid is trying to do everything he possibly can with limited talent. Uh, Nikki, what was your, your overall thought on Jones? I, I was, you know, I, I, I mean, uh, you know, he, I, he was making plays, but it wasn't like how I thought he would make plays. Right. I, I knew he would run a little bit, but like, it wasn't like, a typical QB. This was more like a, you know, a super mobile quarterback because he was running all the time for his life. So uh, were you happy that you saw his athleticism making plays? Were you like, yeah, Daniel, get it done. Or were you like, oh my goodness, our offense sucks. We can't do anything but run the quarterback. 
Uh, kind of both. Can I take the option of both, please? That's like, because... yes, you can. Yes, you can. <laughs> it's okay. kind of, I think that was everybody's feeling. And listen, to those fans last night who were just crapping all over Daniel Jones, I, I mean, I don't know if anybody watched the Manning cast as well. Peyton Manning himself said, no, we're not protecting the quarterback tonight, apparently. Like, this just, this kid had no time. That offensive line was disgusting. So, Listen, I think he could have played a lot worse. Um, you know, was he perfect? No. But did he have his moments where he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to make a play here. I mean, this wide receiving core here is, is not great right now. Um, so I was happy to see him make plays. Um, but of course, you want to protect your quarterback. So was not happy with the offensive line play. But I don't think that we should be putting all the blame on Daniel Jones. That's really not fair. I wouldn't put any blame on him actually yesterday yeah. because like, you know, yeah, there was maybe two, three check downs he could have had that he did that, you know, he was trying to make a bigger play, but I mean, he, Chris, did he not throw the ball away better than you've seen him do in all yeah. four years? Yeah, absolutely. I thought he had a, for what he's working with and what the tw being pressured 25 times, I think he was hit 12 times. I mean, even the pass that he threw to Richie James could have been picked by Diggs. I mean, he lasered that in there and I think he was looking downfield and, and, uh, I think he did what he had to do. I think it was one of his better games in, in since he's been here. Yeah, real, real, real gutty. You know, real gutsy. You know, uh, you know, he, he was running, sliding, diving, throwing. Like he was pretty much saying, "Look, I'll try and do everything I can," but you know, there is limited opportunity for him to be successful when you know you don't have the supporting cast and that whole like, "Hey, you know, your quarterback's supposed to rise everybody up." Uh, we can go in and we're going to get into detail here in a second. Like there, there was nothing more he could do. I mean, like, because he literally, as Chris just alluded to, was getting hit 12 times with 25, uh, you know, 25 of 37 pressures, you know, um, it wasn't going to be a pretty game regardless, you know, the way the game unfolded. But um, I will say that I, I was impressed with his demeanor, I was depressed, impressed with that. He was getting rid of the ball um, without taking sacks, no fumbles, no, you know, he got sacked five times. I mean, like, and if I'm not mistaken, if you go back and watch the film, there's at least another four to five sacks that he literally stepped out of. So I don't know anybody that's mad. I mean, there's the haters out there that just, you know, they hate Gettleman. So they hate, so they hate Jones. And, you know, Jones has had nothing to work with, so he hasn't looked good. Um, listen, I want a great quarterback too, you know. But anyway, I I'm, I, I think Daniel played a super gutsy game um, with very limited resources to win. Like, you know, I, I was actually surprised that Kafka called the game that he did. It was really super conservative, you know. Chris, yeah. did you not expect a little bit more out of the game offense? Yeah, I think the first half I even said to the people around me, I mean, it was like watching a judge offense and Garrett again. But I understand why. When you have your your best receiver, well, listen, Shepard was in the game. But, I mean, look who he's working with, right? I mean, some of these guys, James was a special teamer. He's now, you know, got 20 – he's 12 receptions already or so in the last few games. Or maybe he's like 20, 20 receptions, close to it. Yeah, he's I mean, like yeah. one guy. 17, you know, he's got like 147 yards on like yeah. 17 targets. Yep. I mean, these guys are a bunch of number twos. I mean, Bellinger had a great game. I thought he played well, but I, I look what he's working with. We got it. We, we're, it's time. It's time. We, we have to upgrade this in the off season. All right. I got to get something off my chest. All right. I'm, 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 I'm challenging you giants fans right now. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm really like, 
Hey, listen, I appreciate all you guys like supporting the Giants guys and NY Just Giants first, but I got to tell you guys something. I'm going to put this on screen so you guys can see what I'm talking about. This is this is really annoying now, okay? I'm sick to death of Dallas Cowboy fans coming to MetLife and cheering their ass off, and I can hear "Let's go Dallas" over over "Let's go the over Giants." It's embarrassing. You folks are are embarrassing to let that happen. Get your ass to a game. I mean, stop being bougie and selling your tickets to Cowboy fans, like. I mean, there were 20,000 Dallas Cowboy fans there. And I'm sure you've all, you all know who you are and you all know a Dallas fan. But it's embarrassing for a home game to hear, let's go Dallas. And we all just go like this. Oh, wow. What do we do? What we do is we cheer. We're supposed to be loud. We're supposed to be New Yorkers, or metropolitan area, whatever you want to call it. It's really embarrassing. I just got to get that off my chest. I can't stand it. And by the way, Fights. It's always Dallas fight fans fighting Giants fans or Dallas can't fighting fighting each other. Like it's just pathetic. Stop selling your tickets. Eat them if you have to. All right. Like, <laughs> look, look, you know, go to NY Giants Rush, DM me and tell me I'm not going to the game. Do you have a Giants fan that would go to these go to these um games? Because guess what, folks? You've been following us for a while, or maybe for some of you new folks, we've got Zane, we've got Spartan Mike, you know, we've got, we've got Mike, you know, we, we, I have a whole crew of guys that don't go to, didn't go to the game because they didn't have tickets. They said you had to sell them. I would have sold them for you. Stop selling them to, to, to the opposing fans, especially Dallas fans. I had a guy get in a fight in front of me um, with a, a Giants fan and he was in front of his four kids. Like, that's like, terrible. It's terrible. Like, yeah. I mean, like, what did what did yeah. it, you know? Set an example, dude. You know yeah. what I mean? And take yep. your 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 faux Dallas family, you know, and <laughs> and let them just watch the game. But no, this little dude, I wanted to like punch him in the ear hole, but like I was just like, you know, just they're jabbering back and forth, and it just it's pathetic. It yeah. really is. Like, I don't know. Chris, did yeah. you hear it? Oh, absolutely. And you know what's tough, Craig? Giant fans love the afternoon game. So it's an 8 o'clock game. So already, to, you know, a lot of the fans, you know, want to pass that game up. But there are 2-0. and oh, So that made it, you know, I think it was it was actually more than anticipated, you know, at the game. But the problem is, you know, these Dallas fans spend money, right? So they put on the second market. They feel like, I know somebody personally, and I'm not happy with it. They're like, listen, I could sell my Dallas and Eagle tickets, go to the other seven games. And I'm making back almost the, the amount what I've made on the uh, how to pay for for the tickets. I think that's the issue. They know that Dallas, especially Dallas, pay top dollar for those tickets, and it's tempting for some. I will uh, listen. Sell them to, to any other team. I Don't agree. Sell them the Eagles fans. I Don't know. sell them the Giants fans. I'm with you. Just DM me. I'll get you the money that you want. <laughs> I will sell your tickets for you. Stop selling them. Like to hear, let's go Dallas, and like have them gloat is bad enough. But then having them own yeah. our own stadium, those yeah. days are supposed to be done. Stop selling your tickets. Oh, don't cry to me either. That, oh, it's entrepreneurial and you want to make money. Okay, I will sell them for you. You have my word. Yeah. I will sell them for you. See that girl right there? She didn't have tickets. She would have went to the game if your lazy ass didn't put them on StubHub or your friend of your friend. Stop it. Yeah. Like, stop it. It's Sickening. Just, 
It's it is. It's disgusting. It's yeah. disgusting. And I will say this. It's always the little guys who start the fight, right? I think some of you are uh, <laughs> overcompensating. That's why Nails is always knocking guys yeah. out. You know yeah, what I mean? sure. That's, that's why I wear a boy's medium shirt for the tight shirts. The <laughs> you know, right? um, all right. Well, I'm moving on. But just, you know, I just wanted to get that off my chest. Like, I was really like, and I listen, I made friends. I always make friends around me, you know, with Dallas fans. Make sure I give them the rubber stamp of approval. I'm like, I tell them, I'm like, settle down, Beavis. Where, you know, <laughs> let's, have, let's have some fun. And they're usually, for the most part, pretty decent. But then they get one good play and they start yakking. And then all of a sudden it rises up. I don't. I don't want to hear let's go Dallas in my stadium anymore. No. Oh, we, yeah. we heard it through Shermer. We heard it through McAdoo. We heard it through Judge. No more. Yeah. Okay. You guys all got together and wore white. Yay. You waved your towels. Yay. Do not let people say let's go Dallas or let's go Philadelphia in our stadium. Uh, no. Stop selling them. Call, call license plate. Uh, uh, License plate guy, he'll get rid of them for you. I'll get rid of them for you. Call Chris the Entertainer, he'll get rid of them for you. Call Bobby Skinner, he'll get rid of them for you. Call anyone, we will get rid of the tickets to Giants fans for you. Okay, people will pay top dollar. All right, yep. stop selling your tickets to Dallas and Eagles fans. All right, I'm off my soapbox, guys. Um, <laughs> let's talk about. Jones running for his life. Nikki, offensive yeah. line was supposed to be revamped. We have, you know, bookend tackles. We we signed uh, Glowinski, which was supposed to be a huge upgrade. Then Lemieux gets hurt, but we have a Zudu who steps in. Then a Zudu gets hurt. We've got a revolving door at center. At center, once again. So, um, you know, talk to me. Tell me about this this offensive line because that was. We have two. We have we have three specific problems. Chris alluded to. We have three specific problems that we're going to cover: the offensive line, the wide receivers, and the lack—the pure lack of linebackers. Okay, uh, but but for this moment, uh, <laughs> what was your opinion of the offensive line? Oh, dumpster fire. Uh, no, it was it was disgusting. Um, I was disgusted. Like, I listen, I didn't expect I have very low expectations, right? So it's hard to get disappointed. So I didn't expect this to be like a great game by any means, but I didn't expect that. Um, Evan Neal, you know, welcome to the NFL. Like you guys said, he definitely got a reality check. Now, listen, it's he is a rookie. Okay, we saw that with Thomas. So it's just gonna take some time. But I will tell you, he is a very, very hard worker. Um, and he wants to do his best. He wants to get it right. And he is the first one to come up, up there and say, like, I didn't play well. I need to do better. This line as a whole. I mean, Daniel Jones cannot be running for his life and have to do some Eli Manning escape artist, uh, you know, move every single time. So, uh, yeah. And, and the injuries are just killing this team, just flat out killing this team. Right. And we had said there's been a depth issue for, you know, that was a concern in the summer. So. By the way, I got to put this up there. This guy says, to, uh, Scott Thompson says, too many Cowboy fans in Jersey grew up with, you know, you lot. grew up with too many. Yeah, yeah. Scott, you're, 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 dead, you're dead on. You know what you do to them? Burn their house down so they have to move. Um, so, no problem. Just burn um, them out there. Yeah, that's, that's just a joke, Scott. That's just a joke. <laughs> do not run outside and burn anyone's house down. Um, no, 100%, Nikki, um, you know, look, I am 100% confident that, you know, um, Neil's going to be fine. Here's what we need to think about it with Neil. Guess what, Chris? Guess what Neil did not have? What he did not have? 
he did not have any false starts. <laughs> I don't know. Good game. <laughs> yeah, there you go. He did um, not have. He did not have one holding penalty. Okay, there you go. Or false right. start. I don't think a full, maybe. Well, maybe like, a that. Part. That is that is that is that is fantastic for a yeah. rookie tackle yeah. facing Demarcus Ware. Right. I mean, like just like you Lawrence. know, uh, Demarcus Lawrence. I mean, like just do you think about um, you know. That's what rookie tackles normally do. Like like Flowers did it every dang play. Oh god, like, you know, like I know you have you have bad memories. Ugh. But so 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 I'm okay. Neil's going to get the kick step down. He's going to, you know, be fine. Um, we, I don't know when when Lemieux is expected back. I don't know about Azudu. We definitely. I think he's still in a walking boot, Lemieux. I, I don't even think he's close. So it's going to be okay. a while. Yeah. Um, I, I do think that you know there's a center problem, and and what do you call it? That guard just got steamrolled numerous times. Glowinski, and I think that's what set that line off. We already knew Feliciano and Bredersen were kind of uh, you know on borderline, you know, as average. I think Glowinski having such a bad game just made things you know mm -hmm. double, double, you know, really I bad. I thought Glowinski in the run game was decent, you know, what I mean? but I thought Bredesen was, was definitely getting, you know, turned around. Uh, yeah. You know, just wasn't there. Pass, pro's, an issue. Pass yeah. pro's been an issue all season. I, I would, I think they've given up like close to 15 sacks already in three games. Yeah. It's a problem. It's definitely a problem. Like, you know, you know, that it's coming from the outside. These pass rushers. What I didn't understand. Chris is why. Dable didn't leave Myrick or Bellinger in to help chip. You know, he didn't bring those guys in to late. He shouldn't like right off the bat. Those guys were like, um, you know, on top of Jones from the very first whistle. I was shocked. He just didn't bring in Bellinger or Myrick to help Neil out. I mean, they were having their way with him. a little more. Yeah. Yeah. And they were moving Parsons around too, you know, as well. So, but they, they were rushing only four at Dallas. You know, they really weren't blitzing much. And we with six in protection, it's still – or five or six, and it still couldn't uh, stop them. I think Lewinsky's going to be fine. I think that, you know, Neil's going to be fine. It might take mm -hmm. him a little – again, he's, remember, he's a rookie, right? And yep. he's played a lot – he's majority of his career is playing left tackle. So he's definitely getting used to playing right tackle. No excuses. It's just it is what it is. Yeah. Um, you know, Bredesen is, is basically, you know, way uh, – what's up, Tuto? He's way too far – he just he he shouldn't be there. Bredesen is a backup. I think Lewinsky, you know, will earn his keep. You know, he's got a gel, but he's constantly have a different whether he has a different center next to him. You know, so that's going to take a little bit of time to gel. Um, and and to your point, Lemieux might be further off than we think. But listen, we're not winning any games if that line can't figure it out. No, I mean. No. Uh, Barkley Barkley had some nice runs. You know, he grinded for some some yards. He popped one big one. He made a sweet cutback that was just beautiful. Like, you know, and he's running behind his pats. So, like, I think the run blocking, which Glowinski did great because in, in uh, Indianapolis, you know, he really um, blocked for um, Taylor. Uh, Jonathan yeah, Taylor. Jonathan yeah. Taylor and uh, did a nice job of it. So, yes. Yeah, yeah. I think I think the center is definitely an issue that has to be on our radar for next year. You know, Fusciano's not the the answer. Um, and, and Craig, you you hit the nail on the head. I mean, we're playing with a lot of backups. Other teams with depth: Feliciano, Bredersen would be on the bench. Crowder, yeah. Calipro would be on the bench. You know, uh, guys like Flott wouldn't be thrown in there so quick. A guy like Fabian Moreau, who's picked up a couple of weeks ago, be be as a backup. So we're playing with a lot of guys starting that would be normally as depth. And that's a big issue. Yeah. 
Yeah, we need Lemieux to come back healthy. And, and I know Mark Thompson's saying that Kowinski's been a disappointment. He's been a different disappointment in the pass game. He's done fine in the run game. I mean, Barkley, if I'm not mistaken, is still leading the league in rushing or he's right at the top, you know. So, like, Kowinski was always more of a road grader type of type of player to begin with. Um, and we were hoping that with him being next to Neal and whoever the center was, that those guys can anchor it down. So he's definitely, Mark, having some trouble in the pass pro. Um, but I also think that has a lot to do with having a weak-ass center. Mm-hmm. I, just, I just don't think we have a dynamic center under any circumstances. Um, you know, and then the left guard, we're kind of doing the whole Azudu, Bredesen. We're kind of rotating these guys. Um, but the line's got to gotta figure it out. Like, that is the weak link right now uh, for Jones. Like, he's running for his life. Yeah. Craig, if I can add, and Nikki and everybody there, you know, usually here after training camp, it takes these teams a month. And remember, these guys haven't played together, a majority of them on the line. So they, you usually hear getting into October is really when these lines start to gel a little bit and start to make some progress. So I'm hoping, you know, as we get into October next week, we see a little bit more progress with this line as they start to work together a little bit more. No doubt. And I think also, too, you know, like I said, Kafka and the line coach, they'll probably have some other things down. You know, maybe they – whether they might have installed it, but maybe they haven't reached for it yet. Um, so we can only hope that it gets better as it goes because yesterday was just ugly when it came to like, you know, uh, protection. I mean, I, I, you know, it looked like giants of old there for a minute. I think I said a couple of times I said, same old giants. Cause I mean, you know, Jones was, Jones was running for his life. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like literally he must've stepped out of, Four, five other sacks. You know. Um, all right, let's keep uh, let's keep flying through. I definitely was disappointed in the loss. It was a little bit of a boring, you know, half half. I definitely thought Kafka would have definitely reached into the bag of Mahomes tricks and pulled something out. Um, let's get into like the eight hundred pound gorilla in the room, <sighs> and that and that. I hear Nikki. The seventy-two million pound gorilla in the room. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and that's and that's the the bigger. The, the, it's not. Listen, the the offensive line is the biggest issue because Jones doesn't have any time to throw. However, when he does have time, there is no one, and I will repeat, there is no one actually open. Okay, like all you, you know, Twitter GMs, I'm waiting for you guys to pop in here with your how you watched the all 22 and how he yeah. missed this throw. And yeah, that I know. Come on, come He's, in, please. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's so terrible. Where are you? Where are you? You know what you're doing? Because you're watching tape and you can't find anything. You know why? Because nobody was open. Zero nobody. thing, zip, zilch, zero. Like, there is no separation, guys. No separation from these guys. Let's start at the top. Okay. We got a $72 million, and I know Nikki's going to lose it. All right. <laughs> we have a $72 million receiver, Nikki. Uh-huh. What is this cat's problem? You covered him in, in, in preseason at, at yeah. the facility. Talk to me. Tell me your tell me what's going on with this cat. 
Yeah, I just can't stand this guy. Like, I just cannot stand this guy. Everybody knows this is my hot button. Um, of course, we got the full game stats for us. It says right here, wide receiver Kenny Galladay uh, participated in two plays and did not catch a pass. So, listen, if you're going to come out to the media and you're going to say to us, well, I should be playing regardless, you have 72 million friggin' reasons to catch that ball. There was no reason you couldn't catch that ball and make that first down. So, Listen, I've said it all summer. This dude's body language sucks. He does not want to be there. He doesn't care. He doesn't show that he wants to play. So we're just supposed to what? Play you so you can do what? I don't, I really don't understand. And, you know, I, I really don't think the coaching staff is happy about it. Hence the whole whoever fits in for the scheme of the week, like they're going to, that's who plays. If that's your number one wide receiver and then he's getting all that money, then he plays, but I, I'm sorry. You just cannot sit here and cry and cry and cry about it. Tell us that the New York fans have yet to see the real Kenny Galladay, and this is what we get. I, I think we've seen you, and you can leave. Don't let the door hit you in the ass. Unfortunately, it's a $21.1 million cap hit to get rid of him this year. That's ugly. Yeah, and so and, is uh, I and his attitude. You, I salute you, Mr. Gettleman, for screwing us once again. Um <laughs> Uh, I will say this. I said this on the way home and I'm saying this in jest, but I want you to think about what I'm about to say. Oh God. I could take $71 million and go to 71 other countries and I could solve hunger or poverty in these other countries by giving them each a million dollars, feed a whole lot of people and still be a millionaire. Mm -hmm. I could take $1 million for myself, invest it, do whatever I want to do with it. And I can go feed a bunch of children, put clothes on people's backs, jobs, infrastructure, whatever. I could give each country a million dollars. Dollars. And you might say that doesn't go far. Oh, hell, dude. It goes plenty far. Um, and some of these um, very restricted poverty, you know, ridden countries. And this, this sludge has no desire to do anything. And I'm yeah. going to say this now. Go pull it up. Tell me I don't know what I'm talking about. Hey, man, I played two years of college wide receiver. You threw me the ball. And I caught the ball. I was running with the ball. Okay. Even at a four, eight, five. Okay. I knew my job was to run with the ball. If you watch the throw, the very first throw they throw at him, he catches it and falls down. And there is no one. <laughs> there's no one around them. No. There's no one around the cat for five, six, seven yards. He catches the ball with his body, not with his hands, catches with his body and falls the F down. I mean, yeah. this is a professional NFL wide receiver with mm -hmm. no one around him. And he's not willing to run with the ball. And then, of course, there's a penalty. So the catch gets wiped out anyway, and it comes back. And you're sitting there, and you're like, 
did this just happen where that guy caught the ball finally and then fell down, didn't advance the ball at all, and got called back on a penalty all in one? I mean, like, you, it's like the twilight. Chris, tell yeah. me you know the play I'm talking about. Yeah, I know there was a two. It was he had a couple drops, not even just well that one. Yeah, the second it was the one, one but was, had, was a pure yep. I suck, can't catch. I'm talking right. about the one where no one's around him. Yeah, he catches the yeah. ball you know, here, and, and he went hurt. down. Yeah, yep, and he rolled over and dropped it. Right, should have. Yeah, I mean, you get the opportunity to get in the game, which he hasn't. You know, only for a bunch. You know, what did he get? Twenty snaps last night. I mean, it was got to got to come up with a catch, Chris. A few, a few targets. That's it. I know, I know. It's terrible. Makes it worse. He's digging a bigger hole. He's not even tradable. The cap, it's a disaster. It really is. <laughs> I think you're going to have to play him now, though. I mean, we're really thin. And unfortunately, I think you're going to see, we're going to see more of him. Maybe he'll do something. I don't know. We're just very thin yeah. at that position now. There's no choice. You really have no choice, I think, Maybe at this it's point. A him and Clayton. Confidence thing. Yeah. The second one, he had no business. Terrible. No. Well, here's what I was saying. If he's a 50 50 guy, he dropped the first ones. Why would he, yeah. why would he uh, drop the second yeah. one? That's not 50 50. That's the second that's, one. Yeah, that's 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 zero for two. That's zero. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, so he, he's the new Evan Ingram. One yet. We haven't seen the real Kenny Galladay. That's what he keeps saying, and he should play regardless. Well, mm -hmm. I just, uh, I, uh, yeah, it's bad. It's a I bad, bad contract. It's just a bad situation. And honestly, I don't think he's ever worked here. I don't think you know. Galladay and Daniel Jones really haven't had any chemistry. Certainly didn't see it this summer. He didn't really participate in a lot of the team drills. He did more individual. And that was it. And he would just yeah, be slumping on the sidelines and moping. And, you know, it just it was yeah. gross to watch. Let's, to make a terrible analogy, it's like when you're underwater with your house, you owe more than what it's worth. And you're about in the middle of a divorce. You both of you got to stay there because nobody's making money. You got to basically, I think, ride it out, embrace you gotta, it. You got you to you coexist. And I think somebody's that's speaking happening. from experience here. Or something? No, um, I just know from I just know with like the real estate market. The one time when the, everything was flip flopped, the divorce rates were down because nobody could move. Oh it's kind of like the holiday. We owe more than it's worth. See what yeah. you see when you listen to the Giants guys. Yeah. See you get, you get real a little estate. bit of everything. You get yeah, you get real estate advice. You get fantasy football advice. Yeah. You get divorce advice yeah. all um, in one show. That's why people love the Giants guys. Well, okay, let's segue to the other, the other stick and ice picking my eye socket situation. Um, this cat, this cat is a complete anomaly. Okay. And I think I have it figured out. Nikki, if, mm -hmm. if I, if it's hot outside uh -huh. and I have to run mm -hmm. and I have to wear equipment, would you say that was hard? Yes. Chris, if I had to like get in the weight room and push a bunch of plates around and, and, and actually like in try to be get stronger. Would you say that takes hard work? Of course. I just think that Kadarius Tony is allergic <laughs> to hard work. <laughs> and I think that like this guy's like, whoa, whoa. Wait, I, wait, I just can't walk in and play. I have to learn the playbook, go to camp, go to OTAs. I got to practice. No, 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 no. I don't do that. I, I I got an elbow injury. See, I got a toothache. I got a, something wrong with my earlobe. I mean, this cat, this cat goes from healthy to scratched in like literally hours. 
he is he is literally sabotaging his own career because this I mean guys play hurt all the time not this guy this guy is shut down week after week after week after week after week and he is not and listen okay you guys love him guess what he isn't dependable guess what he isn't available guess what he isn't a student of the game you can't grow a franchise with guys like that no. Chris, t- tell me I'm off my rocker. No, you're right. He he treats us like college. I mean, I don't think he understands. He's a professional now. This is his craft. He needs to work on his craft, whether it's in the playbook, whether it's on the field. And he's not. It, it doesn't seem like he does it, or he doesn't care. You know, the guaranteed money on that rookie contract. I don't know what his motivation is, or he doesn't have a motivation. Maybe it's the rapping. You know, the music. The rap music is maybe is more of a motivation. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Right. I mean, I just don't know what makes this guy tick. It just seems like you just can't figure him out. And I want it to work. The guy's electric with the ball in his hand. He's a ton of fun to watch. He's got so many, so much ability that the Giants could use, whether he's yep. throwing the ball, running the ball, like just reverses. Like and, and you know what, Craig and Nick, he's got a great he has a great smile, great personality. He could win so many fans over because right. he's got that. If he Engaging just personality. gave a crap. Yeah, just work on your craft, man, and just get out on that field. Like, he doesn't realize that like, this is the, the New York football giants. Like, this has got decades of people attached to it. They want to see exciting, right? You know, mm-hmm. the days, like, we're sitting around here. We're like, okay, you know, Toomer and Plaxico and, 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 and Nix and Cruz and Odell, they're all gone. We're waiting for one guy to make a freaking play. And the frustrating part, he's electric, right? He's got the moves. He's electric when he's out there, and he just can't get out there enough. So, yeah, that one's also painful. So now you're looking at, you know, an offensive line that's struggling and Jones is looking to throw the ball. There's no one downfield. There's no one open because those are your one and your two. So your your two is scratched. Your one doesn't want to be there, can't catch, can't, you know, there's no yak at all from him. You know, he doesn't catch the ball, you know, yards after the catch for some of you, you know, non-Atlantic people, uh, 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 metric people. Um I, I don't know what to make of it because, okay, then you're like, hey, hey, we're okay. We got the security blanket. Who's the guy that moves the chains? Who's the guy that moves the chains? Shep. Shep. Don't got him anymore. This poor soul. Yeah. Like this, this guy, you know, B- Barkley said, you know, we don't know yet, you know, the, the extent of it. We're going to be here for him. And if you if you didn't see the tape, Barkley said, "This is my best friend." Yes, it is his best friend. He had said that many, many, many times. I mean, and I love the dude. We took a pay cut to come back. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he had some off the field stuff with the wife, and I know they were working on stuff and the, the kids and just man, like yeah. just to 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 go a kill to go concussion then concussion free. To Achilles, to 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 ACL. You're I, I can't I can't remember anybody having such bad luck, you know. Like Cruz, which you know, they're, and they're somewhat similar. I mean, I think Victor Cruz was definitely a better wide receiver overall. 
but 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 Cruz had the knee thing, but like not the concussions and all that stuff. This is just devastating because now there isn't that security blanket anymore. And by the way, let's not fool ourselves. That cat is by far the best downfield blocker I've seen since Amani Toomer. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. this guy without that downfield blocking, we're we're gonna miss it and we're not gonna realize it until it happens. Um Nikki, he hasn't mm-hmm. spoken right yet. He hasn't come out and said anything or anything, right? No, no, not yet. Nope. Nothing yet. I feel bad for him though. And I know like the team had said all summer, we value his leadership. He is the one that gets the team going. He gets everybody riled up. Um, ah, I just, he's such a great player. You just, you feel bad for him. And I wonder, is this it for him? Like, can his body take any more? It's, in, in the world of business, new regime, it would be most likely it would be the end for Sterling. Yeah. You know, you're talking about in four years, you're talking about concussion, concussion, Achilles, ACL. That's devastating. Do I think he could come back? Yes. Do I think somebody would give him a, a one-year, you know, a veteran minimum to play? Yes, I do. Does he need to? Not sure. Um, but it won't be with the Giants. I don't see it being being with the Giants. Uh, I'm crushed for it. I really am. Um, you know, so your security blanket now is gone. So now you're one, two, and three. You're all off the shelf. Mm-hmm. Nikki Rich, Richie mm-hmm. James didn't have a great camp, but looks great right now. He's, uh, like I said, 17 targets, 147 yards. Um, really happy for him. Um, who who do they? Who does he throw to the ball after that? Like. Who steps up here? Because don't I don't because it's not it's not next man up. There's not many men. No, left. it's just not. I mean, what do we got? Sills. Uh, I actually, yeah. I mean, Richie J. I didn't think he was going to make the team. Watching him all summer, I was like, uh, you know, his kids trying, but he does. He looks really good. And they just got to build on their chemistry. But you you have got to be concerned with your your top three not available, right? Shep's not there. Tony's not there. You can't even say Kenny Galladay's available because he just doesn't want to be. So I got some stuff here in the chat. People want to know about. So let's, 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 I'm gonna, I'll send these to you guys. You guys answer this. Um, <laughs> Joe, <laughs> Joe says laughing my ass off. Tony's another clown. Okay. We don't need to answer that. Uh, did you see Tony jump? Okay. Hang on. Uh, did you see Tony mm. jump real high? When the Dallas player rolled by him, Hammy seemed fine then. Uh, <laughs> I don't know M626M. I, I did not see that. That's funny. There might That's be a little funny. conspiracy in there. I don't know. But I didn't I did not see that. Um, let me see. Uh, oh, there's my boy. Hey, I just want to let you guys know about uh, my man Jordan here. I met um on the on uh Monday, which is Bing Bong. You guys are probably familiar with Bing Bong on Twitter. Um, we did a little piece for the game day.com. So, um, I don't know if they're editing that up, but we did have a little film crew down there at the rush tailgate. And, uh, I met, uh, I met Jordan, uh, really cool cat. We're going to do some work together. So thanks for, for, uh, jumping in Jordan. Um, Sarah says, do you think Tony has anxiety? I, I gotta say, no, I don't see that being I don't know, Chris. Your your thoughts? Anxiety with time? I don't know. I mean, it's, I I wouldn't. I, I it's hard to say personally. Like you know, what 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 what's going through him, or if he's ever <laughs> seeked help for something like that. But 
I, I don't know. I, I think it's just he's prone to injuries. Going back to Florida, he had that ankle, that foot injury, right? It seems like this has yeah. just been a long history of of, of problems. And let's not forget more. last year that the rap was that he couldn't remember the playbook. Right. You know, you, we didn't hear about that and find out about it till later. Mm -hmm. But the rap was that, you know, hey, this guy's not in the playbook, so we can't yeah. we can only use him in packages because he doesn't sure. know the entire install. Um, on, a bright, on a bright spot, maybe we'll get Wandale Robinson back. Uh, oh, I hope so. I that. love that kid. That could mm -hmm. uh, work out. You know, somebody's leaving, but unfortunately, but we'll be getting somebody back. I, I took a lot of heat for it. I did some research on it. Of course, I've misplaced that research because I did it so long ago. I'm kind of <laughs> looking. I'm looking through my notes right here as we speak. Um, I took a lot of heat for saying this. I'll say it again. Small receivers in the NFL do not make it. Okay, like they're usually like really great special teams players. Yes, there is the, uh, you know, the hill. I get it. You, you know, we don't have we don't have to try to prove me wrong. I'm, there are anomalies. Okay, out there. But I had done all this research. Uh, here we go. Look at me. Um, uh, Rondell Moore, um, uh, um, uh, Olamandi, uh, Zachros. I can't even pronounce his name. Deontay Spencer, Khalif Raymond. Tavon Austin, uh, Jakeem Grant, Dante Harris, Jalen Dar uh, Darden, uh, Cam Batson, DeAndre Carter. These are all receivers that are five foot eight, 170 pounds in the NFL. And most of these guys have either left the NFL with a two year career or they're just designated special teams guys. These five, eight, five, eight, five, eight, five, eight, five, six, five, eight, five, eight. They're all five, eight. They all, you know, are either special teams guys. They contribute a little bit, you know, gadget plays, special teams. Because um, guys like, you know, Hill and Lockett, Juju, Cup, Thielen, they, they're all bigger guys. You know, CC, you know, they're all bigger guys. You know, like, so if you're asking me, Lockett's actually, Lockett's not that very big. But, um, you know, I was looking at, at you know, these these other guys that are the side of Wandale. I mean, I, what kind of hope do you have, Chris, for Wandale? Do you think he comes back guns blazing or, you know, because they need him or like I said, he, he's been out now basically since with one catch and one injury. Yeah. I think it's going to take a little time. I don't think comes back guns blazing, but I think they're going to have packages for him right away. They're desperate, right? I mean, look what they, uh, they have. And I, I, you know, he's not one to stretch the field. I think more so you're going to see Darius Slayton probably, you know, be forced into a bigger role. Now they need somebody to stretch that field to open things up. And that's been a problem. Sills isn't going to do it. No. Um, so they're going to, and obviously Galladay is not going to do that. They're going to, they're going to, I think Slayton's on his way in a little bit more. Uh, Joe, uh, what's up, Joe? Joe um, brings up, you know, they need to bring Alex Bachman back. That dude showed energy. So I'm, I'm sure that his phone was blowing up the minute it happened. Uh, we interviewed guys, just in case you don't know, uh, if you go to the Giants guys uh, YouTube channel, please, you know, hit the button, subscribe um and like and in favor and jump in the comments but you will see a list of new york giants we've interviewed and we interviewed alex last year he was a great cat good guy really liked him some really funny stories that you guys i think you should listen to they're really good especially on how he comes to you know gets to the giants and um has has uh, breakfast and dinner every day with jones and eli um bachman's been here now for a while you know, and he he did tweet something out today. If you did not see it, he tweeted right out that Sterling Shepard has been looked looked out for him the minute he got to this franchise, and yet he's heartbroken for his 
for his friend. So Bachman might be on his way back. Um, so Joe, you know, great point. It's not a difference maker. You know, um, there are guys out there, Nikki, like Will Fuller and, and Hilton. Um, right. There's a couple guys out there. Do you think, do either one of you think, well, I'll start with you, Nikki. Do you think the giants sign anyone here? Because there is the, also the Cole Beasley buzz. Mm -hmm. Uh, he signed by Tampa Bay. They brought him up. He played. They sent him back down. I checked the roster today. He's still on the practice squad. It means that he can be plucked off that roster, but he has to start for your team. You can't go practice squad to practice squad. Nikki, do you think the Giants are go going to sign anyone here? Yeah, I think they have to, right? I mean, even if it is like a, a Will Fuller, I wouldn't mind Cole Beasley. Listen, I hated him for so many years, but if he's going to be on the Giants, then, you know, I, I probably roll with that. I mean, you're you're kind of out of options, but, you know, the point is I feel like the Giants have the same receiver over and over and over again. These little, like, guys, little slot receivers, like, it's the same it's the same receiver. So they, they kind of, yeah, big play Slay is going to have to step up. It's like we need that playmaker was supposed to be our number one so it's just so many things right it's injuries it's bad contracts listen availability is the best ability you know they're not half of them aren't available so either some of these guys step up or i think they're gonna have to really consider signing someone chris they sign anybody mm -hmm. yeah well two roster spots opened up because they're putting shep on the ir they released antonio williams who i like but he'll probably end up on the practice squad when he clears waivers if nobody grabs him so that's two roster spots I think you're going to look for maybe Jalen Smith being brought up, help out in that linebacker after a week of practice, maybe. Yeah. And, and I think if I had a, I like Will Fuller, Fuller, which you guys mentioned, but he gets hurt a lot too. But I yeah. think Dable with Beasley, he knows the system, right? I know it's a Kafka Dable system together, but I, boy, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they bring Beasley just because he knows the system and he can be brought in right away to, to contribute. Beasley does step in right away. Um, I know um, I was chatting with Mark Smooth down here in North Carolina. He says, well, why would you do that? It's a rebuild. And I'm like, this is just about a transitional player right now. To move we need bodies. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing what, yeah. what, what people don't understand, and I'm not trying to soapbox you folks. The coaches are here to win, and they're here, here to develop players, and they're still here to win games. Like, no one wants to win two games. They want to win as many games as they can, and they're not going to – you know, it's that – the, the GM's job is, you know, he's balancing the money for next year and so forth, but they still are coaching to win. You don't, right? That's the old cliche, right? Play We play the game to win. Right? I mean, hell, we're 2-1. So, Who would have thought? I feel like we're 0-3, <laughs> but we yeah, are 2-1. I one. know. Yeah, but, but, well, we do under, but we do understand that, like, you know, ha having the receiver situation yeah. that we have, you know, but Beasley steps in right away. Will Fuller can catch the snot out of the ball. He just, like, yeah. you know, he trips over his own shoelace, and that dude's got a – torn ACL. Yeah. Um, all right, let's do, let's do this. We're, we're working our way down. Um, Tony Shep Galladay. Let's talk about somebody who actually had a good day and made um, the PFF uh, rookies of the week. Uh, and that would be friend of the show, Daniel, Daniel Bellinger. Um, he's slowly coming on Chris, right? Like, you know, yeah. a bunch of catches this week. Um, you know, all short stuff, four yards, five yards, six yards. He had a touchdown two weeks ago. Um, we interviewed him here. Again, guys, if you're new to the show, go to, you know, go to the YouTube channel. You're going to see a ton of interviews there. Bellinger, Kurt Warner, Lawrence Tynes last week. But Bellinger was a cool guy. Chris, what do you think about the development of Bellinger? 
I know it's I, it's going to piss off a lot of Giant fans. You know who he reminds me of? A young Jason Witten. He's not going to blow you down the field, but he's going to catch everything, which he has. Obviously, the first week, I think he maybe missed a ball, but his blocking's improved. He's a good blocker, yeah, and he'll get you those tough catches. And I, he showed that yesterday and last week when he when he showed his athleticism, right, diving into the end zone. So I, I think great things are ahead of this kid. Just stay healthy and uh, keep working, keep working. I like him. Yeah, and uh, I, I mentioned this also too in a tweet today. It could mean Austin Allen comes up because if they start throwing the ball more to Bellinger, they're going to need a blocking tight end. Uh, and Chris, we're going to get to linebackers in a second because that that um, that Jalen Smith thing is going to happen, has to happen. Um, you know, he was on the team last year. It's not like the guy can't play. Uh, Joe says he likes Bellinger a lot. Yeah, Bellinger, We uh, as we know, we interviewed him. We saw his personality come through. He was a good dude. Um Nikki, don't you think throwing the tight end right around now is a pretty good idea to kind of like take a little page out of the Kansas City playbook and and you know the a la you know the AKA Kelsey thing and try to get more shots to Bellinger? Yeah, absolutely. I'm here for it. I get so excited every time they get him involved. And sometimes it's like, why is it taking so long? But I think he's developing nicely. And you know, as he starts to come into his own, he's gonna be a real problem for the opposing uh defenses. Yeah, and he's pretty good with um, you know, when the ball in his hand, like I said, that yeah. touchdown he had, he went down the sidelines, you know, dove out. Uh he, he went down the sidelines uh yesterday in the game. Um kind of actually right in front of me, you know, he caught a ball on a sideline. So He's got a little bit of a burst. Um, and Chris, you reminded me that Ferguson, I don't know how many snaps Ferguson got for Dallas. We'll have to look that up. Yeah. Right. You might, my boy yeah, not sure. I know that's your guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was my guy. Not anymore. Now well, at least he didn't score, right? You would have been torn emotionally. Yeah. Yes. I would have been like, oh, but, but there <laughs> we could have had him. <laughs> yeah, they could have had him. But hey, look, I, I really like Bellinger. Yeah. And, uh, and I think even, like I said, even um, what do you call it, could come up to help um, Jalen. Uh, no, the other tight end that they oh, Allen Austin Allen Austin Allen could come up to be a blocking tight end if they're going to put Bellinger out in more routes. You know, that could be something too. Austin Allen was was cut and brought back, guy six foot eight, you know, big target, but also big body to block. All right, let's get into um, we're, we're off the receivers and folks, we 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 need something, we need we need something. Like, it'd be great if Galladay and Tony just were like. We were just kidding. We're back. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. would just be awesome for them to be like, April fools, watch <laughs> us go to town. But that's, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, let's talk about big, one of the bigger issues we had yesterday, guys. Um, I'll pop this up here. Defense, no backers missing Leo. Mm -hmm. uh, Chris, they had a, they just had all sorts of trouble at the second level yesterday. Uh, I tweeted out that it was embarrassing because, like, I don't – well, at first I didn't recognize McFadden on the field because he changed his number to 41, which was, like, super weird. Like, I, I was like, who's the dude with the ugly number? And I'm like, <laughs> oh, it's McFadden. Yeah. Um, McFadden didn't have a great, great game when he's in there either, you know. Uh, I think he's used to, you know, making tackles by diving at dudes. You know, and with his strength, just pulling guys down. I thought he missed a bunch of tackles. And God help me. God help me. With Ty Crowder. Mm -hmm. he It's all over the news that, you know, he made one big hit on Henry. 
So mm-hmm. he just thinks he's he just thinks he's a thumper now. This cat is not an NFL linebacker. Chris, what like did you see how many plays he blew yesterday? Yeah, he's he's not a middle linebacker. He's a he's a backup and he's a, a good special teamer. And he might be decent in coverage, but if those guys up front and you saw he was exposed even more so yesterday without Leo in that lineup. Getting to the second level, they can't take on. He doesn't take on blockers well at all. And Calitro, God bless him. He made the team. He works hard. He's a journeyman. He's not a starter either. And that's what we have in the middle right now. Jalen Smith, who you know, kind of flies by the seat of his pants sometimes. But I'd rather have him in there than these two guys. So we'll, we'll see. What in case happens. you don't know, Jalen Smith uh, was a uh, highly drafted Dallas Cowboy. He was let go. I think after an injury, I think he went to Washington maybe for a year. Uh, Green Bay. Green Bay oh, first. Green, thank you, Green Bay. And then they cut him. Giants picked him up last year right before the Dallas game. He came and gave him a bunch of intel. Didn't help. We lost anyway. Um, and um, He played well, Craig. He was all over the he, field. He did play well. He did. That's a great point. He did play well, and they still didn't bring him back. And what's 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 the head scratcher here is why is well, new regime ever- too, Craig? Right, everybody was gone. You know, we had a whole new coaching staff, so maybe but, that. But he wasn't in camp with anybody. Like, why? Right. Yeah, that's wanna- a little, yeah, that's a little odd. This, you know, head scratcher. This yeah, guy must yeah. be a complete psycho. There's like nobody wants him on the team. <laughs> no, I will say, if you're a veteran, maybe it was too much of a risk, right? After week one, maybe teams would think about signing him because then they're not held to that contract. So that maybe that's why they felt like, what's the? There's a bigger risk there, maybe. If he makes it to week one, I don't know. Uh, how much does the team miss Leo, Nikki? Oh, my God. If if last night didn't tell you, I don't know what will. This is a glaring issue, a glaring problem. Um, and, yeah, just not to go back on Tay Crowder, but can everybody stop, like, overhyping his one get on Derrick Henry? Like, it's just not there for him. It's just not. It, 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 it Like, he had one great play, but if you guys watch him, you know, it's not – not great. So let's just calm down over there. But yeah, Leo not being there. Wow. That that was brutal. Brutal to watch. Yeah. I mean, like for all you, and I love you haters because you're consistent as hell. Oh, they like, are. You, you hate Gettleman. You, you hate Barkley. Yeah. You hate Jones. Yeah. You hate Leo. I'm like, man, give it a rest because yeah. what was the, the major difference was yes, you're playing a better team. I get it. But man, the stock rises on Leo. Right away, he's not there, and they are like a sieve, you know. And in, and listen, guys, I know you guys love bandwagon and all this stuff. And Wink's Wink is the guy. Oh my god! Well, guess what? We got safeties in the box. We're playing with six DBs, and we can't stop anything. They got they got three backs running through us like we're paper mache. And because hey, I love McKinney, love him, love Julian, love, love him. Those dudes are safeties, not linebackers, okay? You need an old school. You guys don't like linebackers. You're like, they're overrated. They suck. You guess what? You can't win without one, okay? Yeah. You need two, but you can't win without one. Crowder ain't it. Calitro's been on 16s. I'm praying that McFadden is, is, you know, Blake Martinez light. I don't think he had a great game, not a bad game, but, you know, um, he's got the ugliest number in football but i mean who wears 41 like is that like something that like you'd like hey man i know it's popular but i need 41 and everyone's like take it there you go you know who wore 41 uh craig craig uh dave thomas if you remember the cornerback years ago i think he was number 41 if you remember a guy like that back in the 90s i don't know why i remember that but 
he sucked too. <laughs> he, was, he was, yeah, he was all right. Yeah. Uh, 41. See, Chris is nicer <laughs> than me. He says he was okay. No, he, sucked. he was he all sucked. right. He'd probably start on our team now. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess. Where's my phone? Uh, Mr. Thomas, um, we were wondering if uh, you could come out of retire retirement. What's that? You want number 41? Deal. You got it. Show up tomorrow. I mean, yeah. yeah. No, actually, him and, him and McFadden might have to fight it out. Oh, yeah. Somebody um, may have to pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that is definitely a problem. Jalen Smith re-signed by the Giants. Bring him back. Um, still can still can move around the field. Yeah, got to be better than what we got now. I don't know what the love affair. Maybe Ty Crowder's got pictures on somebody. I don't know who it is, but man, watching him play and like Nikki said, like okay, made a wonderful hit. That's one play. What happens to the other fifty nine snaps where he doesn't where he doesn't do anything? Doesn't I mean, do anything. Nothing. Doesn't do he anything. does nothing. Like I, he, I, 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 he's hard to watch. I mean, yeah. and I know he's a great locker room guy, and I heard he's got great yeah. personality, and everybody loves him. I just need a dude that'll hit another dude in the mouth. That's what I need. <laughs> You know what he I mean? kind of like, sucks at the podium too. Like he's not great with the media. He goes up there and he's like, and you can't hear. You got your phone recorded. Like it's just the worst. Like he, it's just not great. I guess he's a great locker room guy. I don't know. He's it's killing him bad. for his for his podium presence. <laughs> Ugh, funny stuff. Funny stuff. It's the worst. Hey, you know, you got your phone up there. I gotta listen to it back. I was like, still can't hear yeah, this. Yeah, Nikki's trying like, to do her job up there. She's right, like, and you guys make it hard. Yeah. <laughs> Stinking Crowder. Come on, buddy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, hey, Miz. Miz is in the room. What's up, Miz? Yes. Um, let me put this up here because he's saying some funny stuff too. Tony can't ever play. Ankle, hamstring, earache, runny nose, cough. Yeah, it's a big glove, small glove. You're right, Miz. You are 100% right. This dude has got everything from an earache to the wrong size cleats to, yeah, yeah, there is. There is no doubt about it. So thank you, Miz, for making me laugh because that was <laughs> that was great. Um, so all right, so that's our 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 issue with with you know the linebackers. We still have issues with the DBs, but they you know they're coming around. I thought Adoree Jackson got exposed a lot last night, you know, um, and that's of course because you can't rush the passer, which leads to the other eight hundred pound gorilla who's sitting in the other corner of the room is no sacks no pressure and we have the dynamic duo of Ojolari and Tibbs in the building looking smooth ready to just get it done like get it done and guess what happens nothing nothing so, got done no, well, now listen I, I was watching Tibbs pretty closely I thought he was struggling getting off blocks I thought he was playing pan, he was pan you know patty kicking because he was just like using his hands like trying to get guys off and they were muscling them out of the way but i did i did a little research because i wanted to bring this to your attention make sure i get the right notepad i looked up three pass rushers in their rookie year um i looked up tj watt i looked up demarcus lawrence uh demarcus lawrence from dallas right um, and I looked up nick bosa now some of these guys are defensive ends so don't get all crazy on me don't get all judgy I'm just looking. I'm just looking at pass rushers, okay, in their in their first game because Tibbs has been out since uh, preseason, right? Um, 
TJ Watt in his rookie year had seven sacks. Um, in the first game that he ever played, he had seven tackles and he had um, two sacks in his opening game um, and a total of 54 tackles for the year. That's TJ Watt. Uh, DeMarcus Lawrence had eight sacks on the year in his rookie year. Um, in his opening game, he had three tackles, no sacks, and a total of 35 tackles. Uh, Nick Bosa had in his rookie year had nine sacks for a rookie year. Um, in his opening game, he had three tackles. He had one sack and a total of 47 tackles on the year. And I bring that to your attention just because, you know, I don't, you can't expect a sack all the time in an opening game. Nikki, mm-hmm. did you like, I mean, like, I mean, human nature says you want Tibbs to take over and be Lawrence Taylor. Like what was your thought on, on, on Tibbs and Ojolari yesterday? Cause they were quite invisible. They were. And for what it's worth, Brian Dable did say today that they were on a pitch count. Um, so take that for what you will. Um, I really, I didn't have like super high expectations for them. You know, they're both coming off an injury. Uh, so yeah, of course, like you said, you want to see more, but, um, I think they'll get there. I think they'll be okay. Let's see. Miz is talking about Parsons. Uh, Parsons had 17 sacks in his first 19 games, what I call historical generation linebacker. Uh, and judge passed wanted Tony that year. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, I didn't, I'm just talking about his first game. I didn't look up Parsons. Uh, if he had a sack, his first game, Tibbs could have two sacks next week. I don't know. And, and I think, I think Nikki has a point that you have to put some stock in that the quote coming from Dable is they were on a pitch count. So he threw him in and took him out. I, I did, th- you know, cause they both of them were injured, but man, Chris, no pass rush. They no. like super rush, like just basically, you know, look like Steve Young. No, he sat down, sat back there pretty comfortable. I mean, he doesn't throw, you know, lasers or darts, but he sits back there and could survey the field. So got to give these guys some time, right? It's a first game back. I want to give these guys three games and see what happens. But more so is ease. I think he'll come up to speed a little faster. Thibodeau's going to, he's a rookie. He's going to take a couple games. Yeah. Let's yeah, see what happens Sunday. I thought, like I said, I thought he was playing a lot of patty cake, like fighting, hand fighting guys. I didn't see the aggressive nature I was looking for, the reckless abandon. I didn't see that old Jolari. I said maybe he's just still working his way back, you know, because he's, you know, he's known for that that bend. That's what made him famous. Yeah. But, but you know, um, coming out of um, Georgia, but now he's got, you know, twenty pounds of muscle on. I, I'm just trying to find out if I, he can still bend, you know, with that yeah. extra weight. So yeah, and they didn't um, set the edge well. Thibodeau on the oh. side. I mean, they were running that 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 um, you know sideline run, that edge run sweep, and boy, they they were getting chunks of yards on, on the on the edge there. Yeah, I mean, we need we need stinking linebackers and that aren't afraid to hit, you know, and we need defensive ends that can set the edge and turn everything yeah. back inside, you know. And real like, real quick, Craig, I think and and Nikki, the issue also was with Leo being out. They moved Jihad Ward inside a little bit when he's very good on the edge. He's just not a pass rusher, so I think that hurt as well because they 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 missed. Uh, you know him on the on the uh, outside a little bit stopping that run. Jihad and Roche. Roche's on the practice squad, Chris. So you might see Roche get activated here somewhere too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're a heavy run team. Well, you know, we're gonna talk about the Bears later, whenever. No, but they're no, gonna we're, gonna gonna a, we're gonna get in it right now. I mean, let's put a bow tie on this. Like, hey, it was a disappointing loss. They were outmatched from the beginning when they started the game. They needed pretty good pass coverage. I mean, uh, uh, pass blocking to make a difference. 
and, you know, Shep has two drops. Galladay has two drops, you know, <laughs> uh, Sills falls down, you know, at the end of the game, like we don't have elite wide receivers and let's all just call a spade a spade. Josh Allen wasn't Josh Allen until Hig, uh, until Diggs showed up, uh, Tua, who I think is a terrible quarterback, now looks like Warren Moon because Hill is there. You know, these guys are, you know, they're great when they've got someone to chuck the rock to. Playmakers, right, Craig? Mickey, playmakers. Yeah, we need playmakers. Playmaker. Gotta, Plain and simple. Plain and simple. See that? That's why she gets paid the big bucks. Plain and simple. <laughs> you you, you got to have It doesn't have to be complicated, Nikki, right? We just, no, sometimes <laughs> the simple, you know, simple explanation is the one that works, you know? That's right. Football, when you break it down, it's very simple. Get yeah. your, the ball in your playmaker's hands and get playmakers. Yep. So, wrap, yeah, wrapping that up, you know, Flop may turn into a play, playmaker. We already know McKinney is. We know Love is. but they're, And we're hoping McFadden comes along because, again, like – you know, it's not going to be Calitro and it's not going to be, um, um, please, please not Crowder. <laughs> um, so, you know, we, we're missing some playmakers at key spots. So it is a, a, a rebuilding year. Let's talk about guys real quick. Just let's touch on, you know, we are moving on to Chicago. Um, Chicago's not a great team. They've got some ups and downs with a, an inexperienced quarterback, you know, and not some stars. Nikki, any thoughts on overall on the Bears here? Like, like the to my eyes, like the Giants should be able to beat the snot out of the Bears. But usually, when I say something like that, they lose by twenty. So, <laughs> what's your thought on the Bears? No, I, I actually think this will be a nice bounce back game for them. Right, little little bit of a get right game. Um, I think for Chicago, their only chance to hang in there is probably their defense. Um, but yeah, I I do anticipate the Giants turning it around next week. Uh, yeah, it was yeah, that was pretty easy. She didn't even fight back. No resistance at all. No, because I agree, <laughs> and there's plenty we can disagree on. But <sighs> no, I don't. I, I'm too worn out. I can't disagree yeah. with anyone yet, anymore. <laughs> Um, I'll disagree with everyone on Twitter. They do it to me anyway. So that's I, I had a I had a Dallas fan in front of me yesterday. It's all he was goes. You know they probably should have punted there. You know they should have turned oh, that turned that down. I'm like I'm like leave me alone or I'm going to strangle you in your seat. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Bears, yeah. any any thought yeah. like what they're you know uh it's going to be the field show right? So you know they're yeah. either going to let him sling it or he can't. You know oh. like. He has a 51% completion percentage. So, I mean, they're going to run the ball. David Montgomery, four and a half yards uh, a carry. Um, And uh, Khalil Herbert, he has uh, 3.3 yards per carry. So these guys are going to – actually, no, I'm sorry. He has like seven yards per carry. So these guys are going to run the ball. I mean, so the run is the is the main objective. I'm concerned the Giants haven't got any turnovers these three games. I think one fumble recovery. I mean, Uh, no interceptions. Yeah, beginning so, of the, I mean, beginning of the game. I'm sorry, first, first, first quarter, right? First quarter, right. they had that turnover in uh, what's it, uh, Carolina. Yes, right, Carolina with the two uh, fumbles, but uh, no interceptions on this for this defense. Yeah. We got to get an interception on Sunday. Let's let's pick one off. But I think they're going to be heavy run the Bears. You know, Justin Fields. It's pretty bad, fifty percent or fifty one percent completion percentage. Not very good. I think he's averaging like five yards of completion. Home game for the Giants, of course. Uh, so, you know, maybe we get some redemption. Someone said to me on the way out yesterday, if you look at the home home win, home loss record, it, it, they don't play well in that life. 
No. You know, whether it's that crappy turf or it's the wind <laughs> or, you know, the stadium's not very loud because of how it was built, that tin can that they play in. But it's still a home game. It's where we yeah. go. Um, thanks for all the people that came out and hung out this past. Mikey Fresh was in the building. It was awesome. So mm-hmm. we uh, we met all of Chris's buddies. Um, it was kind of low-key. Monday's low-key. It's not like a Sunday. Sunday we turn it up. Um, and if I'm not coaching football, I will be there. If I'm coaching football, it will be the only, the eighth game I've missed since 1984. So don't shame me. No shaming. Um, guys, um, let's put a quick score on it. I don't know. I like to do this, but it seems to be a trendy thing. Everybody wants to put you, put it, you know, put you under the microscope. Uh, Chris, what kind of score are you looking at for this weekend? The way this season's going, it's going to be, clawing to the end to the fourth yeah. quarter with a minute left it's gonna happen every game either yeah. we have the ball with a minute left they have a ball i'm gonna go 21 21 20 giants bears Ooh. are coming bears are coming down the field with 40 seconds and a defense comes up big and they can't get in the field goal range but we're all gonna be on the edge of our seats waiting for the the, the, the roof to collapse but they're yeah. gonna hold it we're gonna win it the only thing funny about what Chris just said is that the roof collapses. There's no roof on the stadium, which if we had a roof on the stadium, it would be so much nicer in December. That's not um, football. Come on. You're North. We're in Northeast here. Come on. You can't put a roof on that. Don't listen to Chris. <laughs> crazy. Uh, Nikki, uh, yeah. got, you got a score you can rest on here. Uh, yeah, I'll do my official prediction tomorrow. I'm thinking like 23-20 Giants. I think it's just field goal, last-minute field goal. Yeah. I'm predicting three turnovers in this game for the Giants. Oh. That'd be I'm, good. I'm, 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 I'm seeing McKinney and Love getting on, on fields. Um, I think Jalen Smith's got to prove, he, you know, that he, 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 you know, that he could start, that he could stay on this team. So I think Jalen Smith comes up with seven, eight tackles, you know, like, um, you know, I think that Wink is going to be more aggressive because I don't know. I thought Wink was super conservative this week. And I think that he blitzed at the wrong time. I think he sent some blitzes that were not at the most appropriate time. Hence that, uh, Dory Jackson, you know, fourth down must shut it down play with a couple minutes left. And they called it a first down. What, well, by the way, Terrible officiating this past weekend. Oh, the Giants that was not OPI. Okay. I'm sorry. That was bullshit. Yeah. There was a ton of stuff going on. Sheps played and yeah. then Darnay Holmes got mugged the guy in the end zone, like stole his wallet and they got they a little one. Yeah. 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 So bad officiating on both sides of the ball. Um, and, hey, the good I, thing, Craig and Nikki, is the Bears receiving core might be just as bad as the Giants. Yes. They don't yeah, really have I much mean, either. So it's going to be a mirror of both teams. <laughs> We're going to be looking at ourselves during that game. Well, thanks for listening to another episode of the Giants, guys. We got to clean it up because we don't want to be too late. Keep you folks because you guys don't like when we go over an hour and we are definitely 16 minutes over an hour. So then you guys won't listen to the end of the show and then we'll cry. And you know, I'm very sensitive and I bruise easy. So um, we're going to, we're going to wrap it up here. I'm going to go, you know, I'm not, you know what? I'm going to stick to what I normally do and I don't give you a score because I feel like that's a jinx, but they get paid the big bucks to do that. Um, Follow them on Twitter. Uh, we do have an Instagram account, NYGiants underscore Rush. Nikki's posting some stuff up there. Um, and, um, you know, have some fun with that. And, you know, this is the Giants, guys. We're on YouTube. We're on Amazon Music. We're on Spotify. We're on a whole bunch of whatever your favorite pod, podcast platform is. 
Roll that out. Roll it back. Check it out. Pass it. Favorite. Tell a friend. Um, this is us tuning out for this week. And by the way, shout out to our man, Leonard Marshall, Ring of Honor. Nice ceremony uh, at halftime. My man was wearing a sweet seersucker suit, which was very, very impressive, um, especially comparing him to his peers. And then, of course, shout out to Jesse Armstead, who we both were double parked at the hotel together. And uh, the assistant to the general manager was more than kind to me to take a picture. So shout out to Jesse and Leonard and Leonard's family. Congratulations on Ring of Honor. We're OUT out. Peace.